The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to 3 and Out with Jason and Kevin. I am Jason, that's Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals website, and we are sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. It has been, we're in week 15. NFL season has gone by way, way, way too fast. Always does. Uh, It always does, yep. We are looking down the barrel of the playoffs. We have a lot to talk about that because Kevin and I were once again proven few weeks ago we talked about you know where this team was going with jake browning and now we look like idiots so and i'm happy to look like an idiot i don't know about you very happy to be proven wrong it's a fun team to watch i, I am wrong as of two weeks ago as of one week ago i am still yeah. dead on well, the right. money right, i told right. you i was on this train we're going to the super bowl yeah. um i don't care what the truth is this is more fun right. oh i absolutely agree absolutely a lot more fun all right so before we talk about the Bengals, though i do we we do want to talk about or I want to ask you just your opinion on something that has nothing to do with the Bengals. So at the end of the uh, Chiefs game, this is kind of what everyone's talking about. At the end of the Chiefs game, yeah. Kadarius Tony lined up in the neutral zone. There's no question about that. He yeah. it was offensive, and I saw offensive offsides called several times yesterday. And they're making an effort to say, "Hey, we're because it was called in the Eagles game too." But yes. they're down by whatever it is. I don't know four, three, whatever. At the end of the game. Uh, you know, the play goes off. Um, Patrick Mahomes finds Travis Kelsey, and Kelsey amazingly, supposedly unscripted, throws a perfect – and it wasn't a, a pitch or like a flip or a lateral. That was a pass. Straight up 25-yard backwards pass to Kadarius Tony, who scores. And if it counted, it would have been one of the coolest plays in the history of cool plays. But it didn't because of offensive offsides. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes threw a hissy fit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And I mean, like when he met Josh Allen in the middle of the field, instead of saying good game, he was like cussing how ridiculous it was. And I just want to get your take. I it, it was the right call. What and what do you think? Do you think it should, should have been called? You don't want typically you don't want refs deciding the game, but like you can't just ignore the rules either. I just want to get your take. Well, the whole they didn't remove that play. That play got removed. 
at the snap. That's when the flag threw. Somebody needs to calm oh, yeah. down. Like it yeah. was like it, like it was thrown specifically for that play. Right. Uh, beyond that, uh, I don't care. He broke the rules. It is what it is. I you're never going to get a clear answer on like were they warned, were they not warned, whatever, whatever, whatever. Here's what I think. I think Patrick Mahomes just got a taste for the first time in maybe his entire career. Uh, something the rest of the NFL has had to been dealing with for the last couple of years. Uh, Bengals fans are very sensitive to this, but I guarantee you almost every other fan base has some story about some game-winning drive or some interception or a touchdown that was taken away from them by bad officiating, and they hate it. The difference is, is none of their quarterbacks right. went out and threw a little fit when it happened. You take right. it on the chin. This is football. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's unfair. But Mahomes has no concept of that. The refs, for one reason or the other, really do seem to have their thumb on the scale as far as that Chiefs team is concerned. And for the first time, Mahomes had to deal with the same thing we all have to deal with. Yeah. And he threw a little fit. And I think yeah. it's hilarious. No, I think it's hilarious too. He looked like such a dick. Yeah, he awful. Did. He looked awful. I mean, you know, you're you signed a ten-year, five hundred million dollar contract, and you're yelling in the face of a referee who's just trying to do his best. You know, the referee system for the NFL is crap. I, I go, for, yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. The game is fast. They're human beings. They're expected to make judgment calls. I understand that you're walking this tightrope between like we have to review every single one of the calls, make sure they're 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 correct, but you also can't have a 10 hour football game. I, I get it. I get the situation that they're in. But as like a player, when things don't bounce your way, which happens sometimes, it wasn't like this was the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It happens right. sometimes. I think you have to take those losses with some grace. You know what I mean? I didn't see Logan Wilson taking his helmet off and slamming it to the ground was he when he was called for defensive pass interference in the Super Bowl when it was just a really good play against Cooper yeah. Cup. I didn't see the Rams cornerback, uh, Jalen Ramsey, freaking out when T. Higgins obviously twisted his face mask around in that long pass. It was just a, you know, a good play. This happens. And while the referee – first of all, the referee was right. I, you can't not – the referee was right. You know what I mean? Yes. You have to make that call. Uh, but you can't act like that. You just can't. Can't act like a jerk. Can't. It's first time it's ever happened. Yep, and it, it bothers me a little bit that, um, you know, I I don't follow Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, I I don't. I I haven't seen that he's come out like a press conference and said, "Hey, listen, I want to apologize." I feel sure. like if he did that, I would know about. It. Apparently, he reached out to Josh Allen. You know, like he said, kind of channels, like, "Yeah, you know, I feel better." He was on a podcast, maybe could have done that or something like that. But like. It's going to change the way I look at him for a little while. Well, it's not going to change the way I look at him. I thought he's been kind of a little child. I everybody would thought was impressed by him on quarterback. I thought he was surrounded himself by hype men who told him how great he was. I thought the only thing we ever heard him talk about was how great he was. And I'm pretty sure he only knows the name of about five other players on the Kansas City Chiefs because I heard him call every single person big dog about fifty times. I'm not overly impressed by Patrick Mahomes as a so person. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's like crap. I'm not saying he has yeah. but like he just he seems it seems like there's not a lot going there other than hey, tell yeah. me how good I am at football. Yeah. Big dog. Well, big dog, you don't know my name, do you? Of course I do, big dog. Um, no, I I also think, um, and this is just kind of just inflating my own ego as a Bengals fan and, and being a fan of Joe Burrow. Um, and I know Patrick Mahomes, he's still playing, but there's a lot of quarterbacks that are injured right now. I mean, there are tons of them. You know, we just saw, I think today, 
Justin Herbert's going on IR for the he's done. You know what I mean? It's nuts how many injuries there are. We've seen the pictures of Joe Burrow on the sideline with a headset on, sitting next to Jake Browning with a blue surface, whatever it's called, going over plays, you know, cheering on his team, whatever. And I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett or I'm not going to lump uh, what's his face in Cleveland with Kenny Pickett. I'm not going to say Kevin Pick- Kenny Pickett's a bad leader. I'm just saying it looks different when he's in the luxury box. Sure. You know what I mean? Just looks different. It's, it's to me, it's not the same look. Or the uh, 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 what's his face? I'm glad I I can't remember his name. Cleveland. The uh, you know, oh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson sitting up in the luxury box. You know what sure. I mean? Not down the sidelines here in his team. And maybe it's not a big deal, but I feel like if I'm a player, I see that. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Like I see the guy who's not playing, can't play for the rest of the year, the leader of the team. I see him down here helping. That's what I see. If I saw him in the luxury box, I'd be like, well, you know, I, we still got a game to win. I'm still friends with him. But, like, that's not the kind of leader that I think that guys want to follow. That's just me, sure. though. So, and, and what's your point is that Mahomes is demonstrating he's not that type of leader. Yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. I'm just saying that that's not what a good leader does. I cannot imagine Joe Burrow, and maybe he's upset about the call, but I can't imagine Joe Burrow slamming his head, his helmet down the, or like telling Josh Allen, not instead of saying good game, oh, it's effing ridiculous. But you know what I'm saying? I just can't see it. But yeah, unfair calls go every, every way. Every team has, yeah. like I said, every team has a list of 20 if you go back. Sure. All the times you were screwed in the past. Yep. The difference is when you're the face of a franchise, you take it on the chin, you say good game, and you can bitch about it in private when you get home. Like yeah. that's and just you know, that's what you do. Right. And you know what else is you should look at like, hey, this like wide open touchdown that our defense allowed, that could be a reason we lost. Or the no. fact that we haven't scored a point in the second half of a football game in like four weeks, that could be a reason we lost. Maybe look in the mirror a little bit, bro. Okay. Big Enough dog. about that. Big dog. <laughs> okay. So uh to the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals have stacked a couple great performances. 34 points two weeks in a row. I do want to say this. So after an entire season of not being able to run the ball, right, or not be, not committing to run the ball, eight carries against the Steelers with Jake Browning, they've recommitted to running the ball two weeks in a row, and together, all-purpose yards, not just rushing, but all-purpose yards, J- Chase Brown and Joe Mixon have combined for 408 yards yep. in the last two weeks. Yes, they, they have. Scored 34 points in week 14 and Jamar Chase had like 34 yards receiving on like two catches was basically yeah. really not involved. You know, T Higgins had, had a decent game, but he didn't score. You know, the scoring was almost exclusively done. Well, it was exclusively done except for one uh, Jake Browning rush. It was Chase Brown and, and Joe Mixon. Uh, and I love it. Absolutely love it. 100% love it. And Tanner Hudson. But, and Tanner, yeah, you're right. Tanner Hudson had his I'm first bringing him up. I'm bringing him up because this matters. Uh, they are using Jamar like bait in a way oh, they haven't yeah. done all season, and it is paying major dividends. They are opening up all the CDE targets to massive yards after the catch if they can do it. Um, and let's be honest, Joe, uh, Joe Mixon is looking like old Joe Mixon a lot of the time, last game or two. And Chase Brown is absolutely the guy yeah. I thought he was going to be. I, do uh, I was getting nervous about it because they yeah. hadn't put him out there. I thought, what are they seeing that we're not seeing? Nope, nope. He's, he's him. He's him. I do want to give you credit because I remember right after the draft, Right after the draft was over, I think that we did a draft recap show with Joe Goodberry. And I don't remember if you remember, but you talked about Chase Brown with Steeler draft. You like yep. Chase Brown. Chase Brown was a guy. 
And we just haven't seen it till now. But I will say this. The 40 time that you run at the draft does not equate to play speed because Chase Brown caught a little screen pass and took it 54 yards to the house, and he hit 20.05 miles an hour, which is the second – 22.05. Yeah, that's right, 22.05 miles per hour, which is the second fastest any player has run with the ball this year with the exception of DK Metcalf, and that includes being faster than Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. So Chase Brown can fly, absolutely fly. And right now, the way Mixon runs – and even if he does look like an old his old self, but the white right now, the way Mixon runs, the lightning with Chase Brown and Thunder with Joe Mixon is just a great combination. And I yes, love the fact that on one of Joe Mixon's touchdowns, they were both on the field. And I Joe know. Mixon was lined up at fullback when I saw that play. Uh, it was awesome. Absolutely. What a cool thing. But like because well, you look at the defense, like, well, what do you want us to do? Because Jamar's out here. We can't just ignore him. And you got a guy that can run up the middle, maybe a guy that you can pitch. Like, we can't just stack the box. Like, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I, for one, hope that when, you know, when um, the season is over and the Bengals win the Super Bowl and the parade comes through downtown and Jake Browning has a statue of him and whatever happens when Joe Burrow takes over next year, I want this offense. Modified version. I don't think they need to run 25 times a game. But the threat no. of running the ball has to be there. Has to yeah. be there. And I wouldn't and those, mind. The screen game, those easy passes, yeah. uh, scheming players open. This yeah. doesn't need to be Burrow's entire offense, because otherwise you're right. not playing to his strengths. I want right. to see 35 to 40% of this yes. in rotation. In the game. Yep. Yes. Yep, I want to see some of this. Um, Obviously, you have to change the game for like the game script. Based on, you know, If you're losing, whatever, you got to start throwing the ball. But when everything's even in the beginning of the game, this is the offense. This part of the offense needs to be in the game plan moving forward. When Burns yes, it does. Uh, yes. It's just been – and not to take anything away from Jake Browning. Jake Browning has been great. It's not just like, oh, the coaches are doing it. It's a system thing. Jake Browning's made some great throws, some tough throws. He's He doesn't have the same accuracy that Burrow has. He doesn't have the same velocity on his throws that Burrow has. But he's throwing with anticipation. He knows the system. Yes. You know what I mean? He's picking the right targets, and maybe the ball's not on target. You know that that interception, the pick six he threw last week, it was it was not a good throw. It was no, it wasn't possibly maybe to the right read. I I don't know, but either way, take away that bad throw, and he plays again, almost another perfect game. Yes, again, you know, just back. That is that is Jake Browning being a good backup, potentially a very very good backup. Yep. Uh, potentially a not great starter, yeah. but it's the system. It's the system we've yes. been begging them for for yeah. seasons now. You know what I mean? Like different people want different things, but we want some layups. We want some easy yards. We want some motion. We want, we've been wanting this. And I really do think that I joke about going to the Super Bowl. I'm just here yeah. for the ride. I think it's going right. to be fun no matter what happens. Yeah. But I do think this time next year, we're going to look at this period of Bengals football as foundational oh, no, I think to so the so. success we're going to see next year. Yes. Zach Taylor is putting on a clinic, and he is showcasing to Burrow, who I do think is at least partially responsible for the way it's always five wide, they don't do max protect, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I do think it's his own preferences that are part of the reason the offense looks like it does. I think Zach Taylor is putting on a clinic and showing to Burrow, like, hey, hey, yeah. look, yeah. look what we can do. Look yeah. what we can do if you will just not always want to play chess. 
Right. We can, we can get a couple guys. layups. Let's, we can get a couple yeah. layups. I can get that for you. And yeah. then you'll do the hard, you can do the hard bets. Let me do the easy bets or the, get the easy yards. And together yeah. we'll go win a Super Bowl. I imagine, think we're going to really well look at the lessons learned here and see yeah. the future of Big football. Imagine, imagine how easy his life could be. Just imagine, Zach Taylor saying, imagine how easy your life can be when they can't play max, like two high safeties against you because yeah. they got to put someone in the box because we're running the ball down their throat. Yes. Just imagine that. You know what I mean? I, I'm excited. I got goosebumps. I know, like, I agree with you. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. If I had to guess what happens, if I had to predict, I would say we make the playoffs. There's a wild card team. Maybe we win one. The, and the AFC's We're going to get into it. This, this Vikings game is going to be That's really telling. Um, yeah. It really, really is. Because this is a good defense. We'll get into that yeah. in the next segment. Yeah. But I really think that, like, no matter what, what we're looking at is a, is at least a large chunk of the future of Bengals football. Yep. But this next game will give us a much, much stronger idea yeah. about how far we can actually take it this season. Yep. yep. I mean, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm excited. The last two games, you know, like the, this whole season's kind of been a struggle. Like even when Burrow was healthy, like the whole beginning of the season's like, oh, he doesn't look the same. And now he looks the same. But now they lost to the Texans. Like what is happening? And then he gets hurt, right? Season's over. We're done. This has been a whole awful thing, but this has been so much fun. It's reinvented the whole thing for the year. I'm not really expecting anything. You know what I mean? I'm just going out. I'm saying, hey, entertain me. And they are so much. Yes. It's just stuff I wasn't expecting. So much fun. And I'm on, I'm on board for it. Even if they lose on Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, even if they lose on Saturday, I'm on board for the, for the Steelers game. Like, let's go. I'm not, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen though. I think this is a and, better team than, than the Vikings. I think it's a better team. I think they're better coached. That's a big part of it too. I completely agree. Yeah. This will be the last I have to say about it, but I, I am on board with where you're at. I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. This is the most fun I've had watching Bengals football in a couple years now. Oh yeah. I agree that mean that, like, I'm not as excited. I'm not as right. invested. Um, right. But to the ceiling the goal with Burrow is always Super Bowl, and yeah. that comes with some stress. When you right. lose a game, it really wrecks your week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm just having fun, man. This is just good, fun football. What are they going to do next? Who knows? Oh like, my God, Jake Browning is looking really good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Chase Burrow's really fast. Yeah. yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. And I, I've need, I, I'm, I'm, I would never choose for it to go this way. I would rather have Burrow on that field. But it's a nice, it's a nice little break from caring deeply about oh, every single I, thing that ever I totally happened. Totally agree with you. So this makes me think about 2021. So 2020, you know, Burrow's rookie year, he gets hurt. They're bad. The offensive line is bad. They don't really do enough to fix it. You know, I know that we had a conversation before the 2021 Super Bowl season that hey, like if we like, I don't know about Zach Taylor. Jury's right. out. Like this is year three for him, right? Yeah, because he had a year with Dalton, a hurt year with Burrow. This is year three. I don't know how I feel about them. Uh, they come out, things are getting off to a rocky start, you know, but then they start picking it up. But I told you, if they can win nine games this year, like I'm sold on the direction. I don't need them to go to the playoffs. I'm sold on the direction of the team. And then they won 11, and then they won a yeah. playoff game. And after they won that playoff game, like I, I don't need you to go beat Tennessee. Don't. That's fine. You've done enough. I'm excited because now we're – but then they go beat Tennessee. Then they go beat the Chiefs. And at that point, you're just like, I'm on, you're, you're like winning. I'm playing with house money, man. Yeah. I'm happy. No matter what happened. Now, obviously, we're never Super supposed to loss, be here. Right. The Super Bowl loss was devastating because you made yourself, oh, we're going to do it. We're going to win. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but 
seeing this team right now reminds me of watching them play the Titans and the Chiefs. We've already run, man. We've already won. We've already done the work. Everything now is just icing on the cake, right? Sure. Take get that. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk a little bit about Vikings football. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. All right. On Saturday, December 16th, the Bengals host the Minnesota Vikings, also 7-6, and six, holding on to the number six seed in the NFC. Uh, they There's a lot of similarities with the Bengals. They're, they're without their quarterback. I don't know if, if they call – I don't know. Would you consider uh, Kirk Cousins a franchise quarterback? I don't. I don't. Not a franchise quarterback. Would you? No, I would say it's a franchise quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, they're missing their franchise quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Uh, they brought in Josh Dobbs, who won a couple games like on the fly, but they've benched him. Now they're moving on to Nick Mullins, who, if you don't know him, I mean, I don't feel bad. I mean, I don't blame you because I didn't really know who he was. He's been in the league for a few years. He's had some starting experience, moved around a little bit. Uh, he's going to take the I rank. knew the name, but I had to like. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, didn't oh, really Nick know Mullins. I, I know him. And then yeah. I had to like delve right. in. Look it up. Um, Justin Jefferson will be back, uh, according to him. Um, you know, uh, Jordan Addison has shown flashes. The rookie wide receiver on the other side, and then their most dangerous receiver this year has been T.J. Hawkinson. He's been tearing it up. Uh, Alexander Madison, their running back, is out. I believe he'll be out. He's not practicing. He didn't practice yesterday or today. I don't think he's been declared out yet. Uh, Ty Chandler will be the guy. He's just an athlete, freak athlete. You know what I mean? Uh, get him the ball in space. He can be dangerous. And then their defense is very similar to, to ours. Uh, they they are good against uh, at passing the rusher. They have one really good edge rusher, kind of like we do. You know, we got Trey Hendrickson, and then everyone else just kind of contributes where they can. But they, he's they've got one guy with fourteen sacks. Um, but again, it's they're seven and six. They're hoping for a playoff spot, a, a wild card spot. They're holding on to one. They have a lot to lose, just like we do now. You know, yeah. a loss may knock us out. Um. I think this will be a very good litmus test of where they are. This is a team that yes. doesn't give up a lot of – I think they've given up the fifth-least rush yards in the NFL so far, and the Bengals have been running the ball well over the last couple of weeks. So now we're going to see what it's like for this offensive line against a good defensive front. You know what I mean? So I'm yes. anxious for that. I, I, I'm anxious for whatever new – these uh, wrinkles maybe that the offense comes in, maybe that they'll have to, to lean on Jake Browning more than they want to. I don't know. So w- when you think of this game, where, where's your head at? How, on a scale of, of – we're winning the Super Bowl, or I hope our team moves to a new city. How confident are you in this game? <laughs> I don't know. Dead center between those two options. Uh, I am I am 50-50 on this. This is okay. uh, the best defense we're going to see Jake Browning go against. I'm far less interested uh, at this point in the season um, in – if we win this game or not, and I'm much more interested to see what Browning can do against this defense. Okay. He's going to have to step up. Uh, it's going to be, I know he's made some throws, some good ones. He has not had to actually do much work to pay apart a good defense. And he's going to have to do at least a little bit of that. If we're going to win this game. And I am very, very interested to see what his ceiling is. 
Um, I expect, if I had to guess, it's high enough that with all the new wrinkles we're adding, with the new stuff Taylor's throwing in there, and I expect we'll see a few more wrinkles, uh, I expect we will win this. Um, but I wouldn't put money on it. I'm 40, 60. I'm, I'm in that yeah. range. Where are you at? What, what are you? What are you looking for? I'm kind of. I'm kind of in that range too. I think that we're going to win. Uh, I, I'm kind of 60, 40, maybe 65, 35. I think the big thing is, I you know, I think one one great way to win a game is to force the Vikings to say Nick Mullins is going to have to win the game for us. We're going to sure. throw the ball. Uh, we haven't been great against the run, um, but again. I, I I don't know how much they're going to be able to run the ball, and they do have they do have uh, Cam Akers at running back as well. You know, I I just I just don't really know how effective their offense is going to be when it comes to running the ball. If if you're playing against an inexperienced quarterback that's making his first start in a new system, you kind of stack the box and force him. You know what I mean? Oh sure. But I'm kind of expecting them to do that to us too. Right, they're going to say like, hey, you know, they ran the ball really well. We need to really commit to stopping that. And is Jake Brown, Browning a fluke? I don't know. Let's find out. This is the game where we find out. Yeah, I personally think this is the game where they say, "Hey, we're trying to run the ball. We're having some trouble with it." Hopefully, that's not the case, but I, I kind of think it will be. Jake Brown is going to have to throw the ball forty times today. What happens? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the Vikings are like I think their best bet is to bet on the fact that with pressure, Browning is not the guy. Right, right, and I think our best um, bet is the same deal. Send yes. pressure. Nick, it's we're going to be. I think Lou Anamrumo and whoever their defense. I have no idea who their defensive coordinator is. There, it's going to be a very similar game plan. Pressure this young, this this inexperienced quarterback, and who blinks first. You know what I mean? Which, well, if if that is the criteria, and I don't think you're necessarily wrong, I don't think it's Browning. I don't think so either. I, I really don't. Well. Two yeah. two great games under his belt. Um, I don't think he's going to rattle as easily. No. I think even if there's some, you know, first quarter, second quarter mistakes, just mm-hmm. coming off the success he's had, I think that he he'll, you know, uh, keep his head in the game. I don't think he'll get scared. Uh, I could absolutely see Mullins rattling early and not being able to come back from. Yep. I can see that. Um, I did see one play that I was so impressed. I think maybe the most impressive throw I saw Jake Browning throw against the Colts. Uh, he, they were kind of near their own end zone. I, I think that you may know the playoffs. It was a like a ten yard pass on third and ten to to Tyler Boyd, where he just got lit up yep. by a defensive tackle, and he threw that yes. ball when the defensive tackle's helmet was right in his chest. Yeah, he just stood in the pocket, stood strong. He looked at Chase, looked at Higgins, and he found Boyd. If you can do that and take that kind of punishment, I think you're going to be okay. So yep. he doesn't have the same skill set that Burrow has. No. He's learned behind one of the best cerebral quarterbacks in the NFL, maybe the best cerebral quarterback in the NFL right now over the last two years. That has to mean something, right? It does. It and just that something. toughness matters. Burrow yeah, oh, can yeah. do that and throw a laser. We don't need Brown sure. to throw a laser. We just yeah. need him to throw a good enough pass because yeah. there's going to be two or three times in this game where it's going to come down to that. And yeah. I believe it's going to happen for both players, both quarterbacks. And as long as Browning is the one to keep his head and see that open receiver at that last second and just manage to hold. Yeah. And not rattle, I think I think we can win this game. I agree. Absolutely agree. 
All right. So, do you have anything else you really want to say about the Vikings game before we move on? To the, no, no. Um, we've kind of led into. I, I, I think the show has morphed a little bit, and I kind of expected yeah. it to. We were less concerned about the previous game and the next game, and more yeah. just taking a look at this offense as a whole, um, yeah. seeing where they're going, just ex- being excited about it. At least I have been. Um, oh. And I, I like. I think that's. I think that's kind of the way the fandom has gone as well. Um, a lot more positive. So, so, it does feel positive. Yeah, a lot uh, more I, positive. It wouldn't feel that way if we were just, you know, no. getting our asses no. whipped every game. Well, but as right. of right now, I think we're all just kind of like, let's right. enjoy this. Like, hey, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. this is fun. Let's just see how long we can go. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Things a lot more positive. Um, yeah, man, I I think so too. I think so too. All right. So usually we kind of say like, oh, hey, who's going to win? Who's going to score the first touchdown? This time, uh, I'm just going to ask a couple questions just about odds and see. Uh, uh, what you think? What you think? About, oh yeah, you, uh, you pulled up a betting app. Let's do it. Yep, yep. All right. So first of all, I want to say the game line is the Bengals by three. Now home field advantage is typically, I think, three points. I think I don't really know what the what the number. So they think this game's pretty even. They have the Bengals by three. Do you think the Bengals win by three? At yes. least by three. Okay. Yes. So, so you're taking the Bengals uh, yeah, that, and giving Vikings. I, the I was right. If I was placing a bet, I wouldn't be betting on that. But if oh, you're no, asking no. me straight up, one or the other, I do think the Bengals win by three. Okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, Jake Browning, his over-under is 1.5 passing touchdowns. Are you taking the over or the under? Taking the over. I don't think the run game is going to be all that it was. Uh, I think if we win this game, there's going to be at least two passing touchdowns. I agree. I would also take the over. Okay. Jake Browning has uh, 242.5 uh, passing yards. I would take the over. What about you? I would, too. Okay. That seems like right. a gimme for going for two touchdowns here. Yes, I agree. Okay, receiving. Jamar Chase, uh, who said he swore up and down he's going to play, 63.5 receiving yards. I'd take the over. What about you? I absolutely would take the over. And here's my reasoning if I had to give one. It's that we have watched them use Jamar Chase as bait to pull the entire field to whatever side he's on oh, yeah. for the last two games. If I'm the Vikings coach, I'm going to yell at my players till they don't take that bait. And then in the entire second half, I expect Jamar Chase to eat. Okay. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Uh, Joe Mixon, 25.5 yards. I'll take the over. Joe Mixon's become a big receiving threat out of the backfield. And there's a, a, they're running a lot of screens right now. I so that's not running yards. That's, that's all yards. No, no. The, these are receiving yards. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take the over um, on, George, on Joe Mixon. I'm going to take the under. Okay. Okay. Under. I, I right. think that what they saw out of Chase Brown, if they're going to feature a running back and a lot of uh, pass-heavy concepts, I think they're going to give Chase Brown a lot more opportunities with that this game than they're going to give to Mixon. Okay. All right. Uh, Tanner Hudson, over under 19 and a half. Over. He's okay. been featured pretty prominently. Yep. Um, I think he has good rapport with Browning. I agree. T. Higgins, over under 39 and a half. I'm going over. I'm going over. Yep. And then the last receiver, Tyler Boyd, 30 and a half. Put some respect on TB's name. I'm going over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going over as well. It's a lot of overs. I know it is. But we picked them to win. Yeah, we so, chose true. All right. Yeah. All right. Joe Mixon. This is rushing. Joe Mixon over under 56 and a half yards rushing. I am going to take the under because I'm expecting Chase Brown to start to eat into some of those carries now. I am too. And I also yeah. just think that they're gonna they're gonna sell out oh, a little bit of stuff the run game, which tough. which they're good at. I just don't expect them to have any rushing yards. I agree. I agree. I don't see one on here for Chase Brown for some reason. I would um, probably still take the under, whatever the odds yeah. are. I think, you know, if we see him 
pop off, it's going to be on little short paths. Right. Okay. And then, um, let's see. Hold on a second here. Um, trying to find. Here we go. All right. Um, yeah, the rest of them are all pretty wild. Who's going to be the first team to fumble? I, I don't know. That stuff doesn't. You can't predict it. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, they're fun. I've I've put like five bucks on those before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll Tyler Boyd to score the first touchdown. You can't predict that. Man. Right. Yep. You can't. All right. Uh, so that's about it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the under on the rushing yards, I think the over on most receiving yards, I do. I think that we both agree that this is going to be a game that's going to have to be won by either Mullins or or uh, Browning. One of those two guys is going to come out on top, and I think they're going to be the reason. They're going to have to be the reason because I'm not seeing these. With Addison out, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe the the, the – I don't know, maybe the Vikings get something going. I just I just don't see it. So I think yep, this is going to we'll be uh, a quarterback game. So you got anything else, man? Nope, that is it. Set of football on Saturday, which I totally forgot about. And, oh, I know. Uh, yeah. I'm very glad I did not make plans. My wife made plans. She's going over to her mom's with the kid, doing cookies and all that stuff. She's kind of annoyed about it. We, we just it. realized I felt like an idiot, but I just now you're. I forgot Saturday games were a thing now. It's the NFL's fault. It is Have the NFL. her send a strongly worded letter to the NFL. Sure. Absolving you of all wrong. Right? Yeah. I think it's well, I mean, right. I'm, I'm still, yeah, I'm still watching it. Oh, well, yeah, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, we are on the Orange and Black Insider, uh, which is Cincinnati or Cincy Jungle's uh, kind of media arm. We're on YouTube under Orange and Black Insider. We're anywhere that you can get a podcast, anywhere, Apple, whatever, Spotify. Uh, it's not just us. It's great. It's a lot of stuff that OBI has a live show a couple times a week. They do a post game shows. Uh, there's chalk talk. There's talking football with Bengal Jim and friends. There's a lot of great content on there. So there's new stuff every day. Um, we are again, we're uh, brought to you by since jungle.com SB nation, since a Bengal site. And we are sponsored by Eastgate's mouse dental care. Uh, Kevin, you got anything else you want to say? Nope. That's it. Uh, thank you very much for watching. We'll be back again next week to hopefully talk about their third win in a row and get into, I think Steelers, Steelers, right? Yeah. Steelers week. All right. All right. Um, well, thank you very much for watching and who day? Who day?